0: The days are getting a bit longer, but also a bit colder here in Calgary right now, which makes me not always want to stand outside of my car to take photographs, especially when I wasn't planning on shooting and I'm not really dressed to stand around in the negative 20s or lower like it's been a couple of times the last few days. This means I need to find creative ways to take photos and also not give myself frostbite. And I can't be the only one in this position. So for today's episode, I thought we would talk about how to make the most of crafting fantastic imagery from inside your vehicle. Now, this isn't the most ideal way to shoot, but sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do to get that shot. So, welcome to episode 53 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for being here, tuning in, and taking some time to improve your photography. This podcast is part of the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, my adventure portrait and fine art photography firm in Calgary, Alberta. We focus on crafting amazing photos of people outdoors doing what they love. You can find us online at robertmasseyphotography.ca and on Instagram at robertmasseyphotography. Now, let's get on with the show. Alright, so car shooting. The first thing to say about this is this is not the ideal way to create images. Ideally, you get out of the car, walk a little ways away so that the heat radiating off your vehicle doesn't cause any smudginess or focus problems, and then shoot away. But honestly, this isn't always possible for a number of different reasons. There could be wildlife close by and getting out is unsafe. You could be stuck in traffic and want to take some photos as the passenger. It could be horrible weather outside and you aren't dressed for it and don't really want to get outside your vehicle. Or, and this happens a lot to me, You see something and simply have to get a photo of it, but don't want to get out of your car because it's toasty and warm, and all your warm weather gear is wet and cold because you just took it off after being outside all day. So rather than putting on cold, wet gear, you decide to shoot from inside your vehicle. So really, those are just a few examples of why shooting from inside your car may be a necessity or a luxury at certain points. This can really come up frequently when you're traveling as well you're riding around on a tour bus and you're watching other people and what they're doing and you're sitting in a car on a boat on a train whatever and you want to shoot out from that window these will really help you in those situations as well now let's address the obvious bit of this first if you have to shoot from inside your car just roll down your window and that works great a lot of the time but in the winter You really don't want to do this, because of the temperature difference between the air inside your car and the air outside. The different air temps can cause fogginess on your lens, possibly moisture inside the lens, and can cause a haze effect in your image. This haziness is from the heat emanating off your vehicle and from the air inside escaping and colliding with the cold air outside, And it may not be noticeable to your eye while you're sitting right there, but in images, it will appear as a slight haze and reduce your image's contrast and sharpness and just overall quality. Plus, like we've talked about, there will be times when it's just unsafe to roll down your window, and there's going to be times where you just can't roll down your window. So, if you're stopped somewhere, the temperature inside the car is similar to that outside the car, and is safe to do so, roll down your window and shoot away. But, in the many cases where rolling down your window is impossible, what Do you do? Well, it starts with how clean your windows are. Dirty windows mean your images are far less likely to turn out, and the dirtier they are, the worse it is. So, as best you can, try to keep your windows dirt and streak free inside and out. If you're going to shoot frequently from inside your car, then you should make it a habit to clean your windows often, and not just with the squeegee from the gas station. Get Proper window cleaner and take some time every week or two to scrub the insides of your car windows Make sure they aren't smudging and streaking and just they're generally a lot cleaner This will help you get cleaner and sharper photos through your windows and it'll be safer for you to drive as well So bonus Now when you're actually looking to shoot look carefully at the window and choose a space that is the least dirty If you've been driving a lot that may be difficult, but do your best or hop out very quickly and wipe down the window if that is safe to do so. So, now you've got clean windows, and you've picked the most pristine spot on the window to shoot through. But how should you do it? Firstly, avoid shooting out the front window of the car, if you can. That window is usually the dirtiest window on the vehicle, and that bend that's in most front windows causes massive distortion and color changes, and really, pictures shot out front windows don't tend to ever turn out, or at least if they do, they have some weird qualities to them. I typically try to shoot out of the car's driver or passenger side windows, even though they tend to be a bit dirtier than the rear windows, because my back windows are tinted and the front ones are not. Tinted windows will block light and will add a very strange color tint to your image as well, so I just tend to avoid tinted windows if possible. Now you could feasibly use that tint as a type of ND filter, I guess, if you want to try some long exposures from your vehicle because it would typically reduce, my back windows would probably be about four stops of light, I'd imagine, four to six stops of light. But generally speaking, I'd avoid tinted windows whenever possible unless you really want to start playing around and creating some artsy looks there. All right, so you found a clean spot on the window. Now get your camera right up against the glass. I love full lens hoods for this because you can place the lens hood up against the glass and block out any surrounding light. This really eliminates reflections from the window. So if you've got one, use your lens hood. If not, get your lens as close to the window as possible to eliminate any reflections that may occur. Try not to bump the glass of the lens on the window though. I have definitely done that when shooting through the plexiglass at arenas and things like that, and it's not the greatest thing and you have to clean your lens and it just adds a whole new hassle. So avoid it if possible. I really didn't do this the first time I ever tried to shoot a time-lapse through a window, and it went terribly. The lights from inside the building turned on as the sun was setting, and caused massive reflections all over the windows, meaning all I could really see was the office reflected in the windows and little hints of what was going on outside. It was a true and utter disaster. So, get your camera right up against the glass, or as close as you possibly can. Sometimes this will mean changing your composition, but it's better to slightly alter your composition than have terrible reflections destroying a part of your image. Next up, try to keep your camera head on with the glass whenever possible. The more you move the lens at an angle to the glass, the more you will introduce distortions into the image caused by the window pane. So keep your lens pointing straight ahead into the glass to reduce the risks of distortion. And really you're looking to work with the way that glass is bent, and not have your camera working at weird angles against it because that's just going to cause some weird things going on with your photos. And once again, it's going to limit the chances that image turns out. Now, you can also use a circular polarizer to cut down on some of those reflections that may happen in the glass. Now, typically you would use a circular polarizer to cut the reflection on glass so you could see someone inside a car or inside a house. But you can also use a circular polarizer to do the reverse and take photos from inside somewhere of the outside. Just use the polarizer just like you usually would, but remember that they typically reduce your light by about two stops. All right, next, just turn off your car. If it's possible, turn off the vehicle. If you're going to stay warm, do all that kind of stuff, just turn it off. This is great for the environment and for your gas usage or battery usage, which is great for your wallet. So bonus points there, but it will also help reduce shake in your images from the car running and it's gonna reduce heat waves that emit from the vehicles that can cause haze in your photos like we talked about earlier. So all around, if you can and it's safe to do so, shut that car off. All right, a few quick extra things to note about doing this. Firstly, most car windows have a slight tint to them. Mine have like a slightly green hue to them. Watch out for this during post-production and also watch for dirt that needs to be removed in post. Secondly, don't expect your images to be as sharp when shooting through a window you're adding an extra piece of glass that wasn't made to be optically excellent and work in conjunction with your lens. That's gonna limit the image quality. Thirdly, shooting through a window may also lower your contrast and colors, so the images may not pop quite the way you are used to. And fourthly, don't shoot while driving. Pull over safely, find a legal place to park, and if there is wildlife on the side of the road, don't stop and photograph it and don't get out of your car. Be smart, people. Roads can be very dangerous places, so if you need to shoot from your car, do it incredibly safely. And that's it. Following these tips should help you produce way better images from inside your vehicle. Of course, if you can do so safely and you want to, getting out of your car will still produce much better results. But these tips will help you out in a pinch when you wanna shoot through a window. And remember these tips the next time you're on a tour bus or boat or train or even an airplane, Obviously, you can't open the windows on most of those, especially airplanes and trains, because these tips will certainly apply to those places as well. So remember them, store them away in your brain for the next time you can get into a vehicle and you can get out traveling somewhere. Now, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to see the whole show notes for the episode, you can find those online at rarmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes. And come and give us a follow on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography and Travel Adventure Photo School. And while you're there, send me a message and let me know what you love about this podcast and what you want to learn about in the future. I love chatting with people about photography. I say this every episode, I know, but it's because I honestly believe it and I want you to send me messages and I want to chat about photography. So let's talk. Let me know what you want to learn about. All right, that's it. Thanks for tuning in today. Now get out there and go and create some fantastic new images. If you want to share them with me, Drop me a line. Let's adventure. Bye for now.